Dun, 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 dun. Hobby addicts の時間です。It's time for hobby addicts. And now here are your anime addicts. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk, it's time for Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077. Welcome to Hobby Addicts. As I embarrass myself, as I am so good at. I'm your host, Mitsugi. I'm joined by the crew. We have Mandy. Mandy, how are you? Hello. I'm、uh, doing my best right now. <laughs> Mandy's plugging along. We also have Mason. Hello there, how's it going? I'm doing well, thanks for asking me.、Oh, uh, wow. No, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good week. Weather's starting to actually start to be kind of wintry, so.、Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing okay. Yeah, it did snow here、um, overnight and yesterday in Denver. I got to drive while it was snowing, which is kind of cool. And we got about four inches, you know, so it'll all be gone by tomorrow. But guys, Cyberpunk came out, so we're going to talk primarily Cyberpunk today.、Uh, a couple more things here. So, Mason play, has been watching Alice in Borderland, so we will get to that as well.、Um, and、uh, Mandy played a bit of Yes, Your Grace, so, but,、uh, we, might, but we may save that for next time. So, guys, Cyberpunk came out. I took two days off work.、Um, they just couldn't leave me alone, though, so I ended up taking like, calls anyway, which is like, <laughs> it's like I want my PTO back.、Um, but Cyberpunk came out, and、uh, it's. So, I'm going to give the full rundown. I'm about for just, I'm playing it on PlayStation 4 Pro, and that is a very relevant point, as, we, as you will find out. I am about, I'd say, 15 hours into it, maybe, give or take. I'm not real great at like, knowing how far I am into games because I'll like, put the controller down and walk away from it for like, hours and stuff like that. So,、um, but,、um, I, I But you feel like you put in a lot of legwork already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm mainlining the story right now.、Um, so I'm, I'm pretty substantially through the story. And I've, and I've done enough like, map crawling to like, do some random stuff around the map. And I can give people, I think, a pretty good sense of if they should buy the game or not and what they, what they can expect from the game. Do you guys have any like, initial questions you want to throw out before, before I just get rolling on it? I, I guess you've got to do from the very beginning. I assume you got digital. That's great.、Mm-hmm. And you, did you do like the pre midnight like downloads so it'd be ready to play? I did, but I didn't, get, I didn't go and get like my, my pre order bonus yet or whatever the fuck it is. Gotcha. I, I, gotcha. Think it's like a, I think it's like a gun or something. Okay. But,、um, but that's about it.、Uh, so, but if, but、like、if you guys run into any questions you want to ask, you know, feel free while we're talking about it. I so, guess I was going to say, so did you start like at midnight or did you just like go to bed early and wake up like super excited the next day? I wanted to start it at midnight. You know, I knew the game had a pretty extensive character creator. And so I was like, oh, it's probably going to take a while. So, you know, the, I, I, I planned on doing like the character creation the night before, but then I, never, I, I didn't end up doing it.、Um, so, you know, I did, I did it the next day. And the character creator is pretty, is pretty good, except it's, It's a little dumb because this is a first person shooter.、Uh, and the, you never see your fucking character. So I don't know like, why there's. 
I get that like it's kind of like a standard, like you have to have a character creator and you have to like, give people this and that. But there's like 45 haircuts. <laughs> you can choose how big your character's penis is. Like you can choose his, you can choose every, every, uh, you know, just sexual detail about him, everything. Like right down to, you know, size. You know, you can give him a lightning bolt and his pubic hair. <laughs> it's Do you like, at least get like mirrors like, in the game to see yourself? Like a couple times, but it's like, you know, I've, I've played for 15 hours and I probably have seen my character like four or five times and that's it. So it's almost okay. like, but like the character creator is really good. Like you can do, um, it's all the normal stuff, your chin, your ears, your, your nose, your eyes, your eyebrows, your eye color, your hair, your, you know, whatever. And, and, uh, there's like a ton of faces you can create. And then on top of that, it's all the cyberpunky stuff that you'd expect. Like they've got the like implants you can do. Um, like you can give yourself like, like cybernetic eyes, like right at the beginning, you know, in the character creator. So you can give your, you can give your guy like swirly eyes and shit. So anyway, the character creator is perfect, but the, this game is, um, as was expected after Wednesday when reviews started coming out and as it seems that it is being review bombed online, like most games, it seems this game is a buggy mess. Um, it, it it really does seem to depend on where on what's console what platform you're playing it on. So most reviewers initially were viewing it on on PC, and it was a buggy mess on PC. And so a lot of reviewers were like, "Oh, this game's great, super ambitious. It it's um you know they're trying they're reaching for very high goals here, but holy shit, there's a fucking ton of bugs." So I've talked to people playing it on on Xbox and also on PS5. It runs pretty well on PS5. And on PS4 Pro and on Xbox One, which is I have to imagine, you know, at least as far as consoles go, a pretty huge chunk of the of the, of the player base because there's like 110 million PS PS4s out there. It's like <laughs> it's almost not playable on on the on the on the last gen consoles. Um, and I'll get into it, but like it's it's like nightmarish how fucked up this game is. Um, <laughs> That's like, part of the aesthetic. No, I mean it's really bad. Like there's. Uh, you know, there, there's things like basically where you'll walk up to a, to a vendor on the street and he's cooking something and it takes like 40 seconds for the game, for the system to load like that he's like what he's cooking. So he's just kind of like poking at nothing. You know, so there's bugs like that, like things where the machine just can't keep up, I guess. Like my PlayStation sounds like an airplane trying to taking off the whole time it runs. Um, <clears throat> the uh, And then there's like other more egregious ones like we're like I'm sitting in a diner talking to another character and some guy will just spawn out of thin air in the middle of the diner and just slide as if on a conveyor belt straight through the wall of the diner and just out into the street <laughs> just shit like that and that and that kind of shit happens like every fucking where like honest to god like you could just turn the the camera and look at something and you're going to find something that looks fucked up <laughs> then there's like funny then there's like really bad bugs, combat babe, combat bugs, and these are the ones that are really make the game. And I'm gonna get to the good things too because there's plenty of them. But this is like obviously the the, the pressing question, uh, at least is, that I've heard because people were just bitching left and right. The the combat bugs are really unfortunate. So it's a first person shooter at the truest sense. It's in first person. You have reload. You you have you have buffs that that can like increase your reload speed. You just headshots. You know all the normal things you'd expect from a first person shooter. Uh, but like things have happened 
such as uh, enemies that are standing on the ground will just like float up and through the air while I'm trying to shoot at them. Like just random crazy shit like that. I've had the game like literally like take my controller over and like put me on some kind of like a weird camera view that I don't even know how to navigate to like in mid combat. Like I'm shooting, shooting, shooting. And then it's like, whoa, what the fuck? And then I'm like looking at my own character frozen in space, like as if I'm getting ready to like take a picture Shit like that is happening. Like an aerial, like overhead kind of camera, or just out of body. Almost like, almost like in the Matrix, where like they do the three D, the like the the three hundred and sixty degree, like frozen in space thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when he's and like the, dodging the the bullets on the building. Like, it looks like that. And then probably the worst is like enemies just spawning and disappearing out of thin air while I'm trying to shoot at them. And enemies, like, literally almost teleporting, like Goku or some shit. Like, I had a guy running at me today with a katana. One of the cool things about this game is that there's a lot of, like, handheld like handheld weapons. A huge variety of them. And one of them is, like, a katana. So this guy's coming at me at, at, coming at me with a katana. And as he's running at me, he disappeared, like, three different times. And just uh, each time just teleported closer to me. Get so good. there's, like, all this, uh, like, stuff that's, that's really unfortunate. Like, I expect it'll get patched. But, um, you know... If you want to have a perfect gaming experience that isn't full of this kind of bullshit, like, I don't know, wait a year. I don't know if they'll even fix it. It's so bad. But the game itself is not that bad. So um, at its core... Really quick, going back mm-hmm. to bugs, have you gotten any, like, game-breaking, like, system shuts down or boots you to the menu? Like, any those kind of bugs? No, I have not. My PlayStation is, despite it being, like, Probably the loudest I've ever heard it. I actually think the PlayStation Pro is a pretty, for the most part, doesn't make a lot of noise. Um, this It makes a lot of noise running this game. Like, the fan is on full all the time. So, um, but no, it hasn't crashed. Uh, I have been talking to a friend of mine who's playing it on PS5, who's also in Denver, and he says his crashes every, every few hours. So, you know, as long as it doesn't corrupt your data, like, I'm not really, uh, you know... Yeah. I'm not that upset about it. You know, it's happened before. It's annoying in other games, but nothing game breaking, I would say. It's just that there's a lot of unpolishedness in it. Like, I honestly think that there must have been a lot of pressure to get the game out or they ran out of budget or something because it probably could have used another six months to, like, just fix it. Oh, yeah. The development for this was an absolute nightmare, and that's why I didn't buy it. I knew it was going to be like this. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they really fucked up. Yeah, it's it's very ambitious though. I mean, at its core, this game is Grand Theft Auto in first person. It's, I mean, almost like they're almost to the point of being just like laughably obvious. I mean, everything from the way the cars drive to the radio in the cars to the way that the you that way that you move throughout the city, the icons on the map, the the fact the way that like random people you don't know will call you and offer you jobs. Um, the side quest, uh, thread lines that kind of, you know, have nothing to do with the main story, but they, but they have like, you know, their own little side quest line. Um, just like pretty much everything. Um, but it's also sort of like Grand Theft Auto crossed with Deus Ex. I don't know if you guys have played Deus Ex at all before. Um, Mm -hmm. which is like a Square Enix game, I think. And I really like Deus Ex a lot. I think it's super cool. And in that, um, almost anywhere in the game, you can, there is like, cybernetic sort of like internet net hacking type stuff going on. So you can, you get like implants where you can scan other people on the street and get their affiliations their If they have a bounty, what kind of implants they're wearing, like all this stuff that really gives you sort of like a, 
like a very futuristic, you know, ghost in the shell type feel, I guess. And then there's things like you can, you can, uh, you can hack other people's bodies while you're in combat and make them like overheat. You can hack cameras to do things for you. You can, you can pretty much hack anything that's electrical and cause distractions that'll like, you know, give you a, a minute to like get, get the edge on enemies. And you can hack like, like laptops that you'll find in, in, in like enemy areas. And that's actually one of my favorite things about the game so far is hacking the laptops because you, you hack these laptops and there's like these little, they're a little easy, unfortunately, but like there's these like almost like these little decoding puzzles that you do and you can hack someone and like take money out of their bank account and like take, um, like you get like upgrades and bonuses and stuff. So, um, but it really is, it really is Grand Theft Auto in first person. I mean, but unfortunately I would say that this game isn't even half the game that Grand Theft Auto is. Like it's, it's not even close. Like, Everything from the from the how fun it is, like how like the like the personality of the game, like there's no like Grand Theft Auto is usually kind of funny. Um, the characters are, are have, have a little more life and a little they're a little more enjoyable to be around. Uh, you know the uh, like the story the, the story is is paced better. So one of the big complaints I would have about this game is that for the first five hours, probably ninety percent of it was just dialogue, like talking. Um, <clears throat> Like, you can just run off, like, I think you can just run off and, like, just shoot people, you know, or whatever. But, like, if you're playing through the story, it's, like, I think I probably barely killed anybody in the first, like, three or four hours of playing the game. Um, And so I got kind of impatient, you know. The dialogue is fine. There's a ton of options. Like, you can, just like in The Witcher, full control over how the dialogue happens. Um, Depending on what class you pick, like, what kind of background your character has, you can, like select different dialogues that weren't in the game normally or that wouldn't be in the game like for the other class. Like I picked Street Kid, which is like a ooh, tough kid from the streets, you know, type of Hey, type it's of, a street oh, kid. Yo, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that. And then there's like Nomad, which is like a hippie guy that like lives on the, the edge of town and like, uh, and, like takes parts off cars to make money. And then there's like the corporate guy. You can pick the corporate guy who's like, you know, I guess been shunned from the corporate world or some shit i don't know but um where where does this game take place what's the setting besides the somewhat future i believe it's a fictional city in somewhere in like south california so right I, in the year 2077 right hmm. <laughs> yeah in the year 2077 we need further research to determine oh, this okay. <laughs> but I yeah think- geographically it was what was my intention <laughs> Well, it's called it's called Night City, and there's like a lot of there's some talk early in the game about like, you know, California, this and that. So I assume it's is in it California. called Night City, like oh, like City of Angels, like that kind of thing, or it's literally Welcome to Night City, USA population, like on a sign. The the the, the latter. It's oh literally, no! It's literally called <laughs> Night City. <clears throat> the game it's 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 a very ambitious game. Like I think that. Some people are going to get a lot out of the game, and there's there's enough good here to make the game worthwhile. I think that if CD Projekt Red spends some time fixing some of the bugs, it would really be a good experience. Um, I have other problems with it. It's really dark. Like I've heard this complaint from people on our Discord, but not everybody has the same problem because everybody has a different setup. And it seems like if you have like, oh, a curved 4K, you know, like the newest thing, like the visuals are, are perfect. Like they'll melt your eyeballs off because the graphics are really great. 
But if you're playing on like a 1080p, you know, like I am, or, you know, something that's not quite cutting edge, uh, for me, the, the environments are so fucking dark in the game that at times I have no fucking idea what, what I'm interacting with. Like I'm, I'm picking up something. I, I don't know what it is. I can't see it. Uh, you know, enemies will come out of the corner. I can't, I like, were they there? I don't know. I couldn't see them. Did they, was it a bug? Did they spawn? Like, I don't know. Like some of the environments are, are a little dark. Um, when you the, guys start games and it gives you that like slider of brightness where it's like, Oh, here are two images adjusted until the one on like the left is like barely visible. Do you guys ever like just bump up the brightness just a little bit? Just, just, just to feel safe. No. Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had to. No, you see me in phasmophobia. I, I, I do. You're like, I want everything to be dark. If I can't see them, I can't be scared of them. <laughs> I, no, if I, if I, there's a ghost hunting me. I just sit there and look at my journal, trying to figure shit out. Yeah, Mandy opens up her book, which takes up the entire screen, like mid game, while she's in the danger zone, and it's just like, listen, I'm reading my mangas, I'm writing in my book, not now, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I never know what quite my environment is going to be, so I always err on the side of making it a hair brighter. Well, so like you can change it in mid-game. So I went into the settings. It didn't actually give me the the option to do that at the beginning of the game. I I I had to like go into settings, into video settings, and find the gamma or whatever the hell it's called, and like change it myself. I think it did help a little bit, but still, like unfortunately, it seems like I'm always like in a building that has shitty lighting or or it's like nighttime in the city itself, you know, it does become daytime, you know, but I would say like probably 80% of the game is a pre are pretty dark environments, like nightclubs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it is sometimes a challenge. I but mean, you know, it's called Night City, unless yeah, it it's the defender of kingdoms. <laughs> it's not all bad. Like there are, the combat is quite diverse and I think could be quite good despite all the bugs they really give you a lot of options as to how you want to like play the game so there's five there's five skill trees that you can put points into and when you put a point into your into that stat it unlocks skills under that stat that you can basically buy so you have like level you have like level up points where you get a, you get to put a point in every time you level and then um, it'll give you points like perks, like, like, like perk points or whatever, like uh, various points in the game. And so you could like put five points into, uh, like, t like, uh, t technical or whatever. And then for every point you put into that different skills under technical will unlock. And I would say each of the five skill trees, each of the five st types of stats probably has uh, close to a hundred perks. So there's, there's a shitload of like options, uh, and you'll never be able to pick them all and uh it's everything from like from crafting being able to to dismantle items and getting more like like components from them when you dismantle to being able to um get like you know bonuses when you do craft items there's 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 um stats you can add to like let you pry doors open you can be like a stronger like physically like a fist fighter there's um like gun skill, a whole array of gun skills. There's like a shotgun tree, an assault rifle, a tree, a, a tree for like melee weapons. So you can pick all these different skills to make you make you a better fighter. There's um like hacking trees, so you can get all these like just insane numbers of things for hacking. Like oh, you get um, more your you you uh, your input. You have more RAM or whatever in your internal computing to like 
you know, do more hacking simultaneously, you know, or what or whatnot. So there's like an there's like a lot. So right now I'm picking, like I just want to fuck people up. Honestly, I can't, <laughs> I can't really see well enough, and and the fact that people seem to like just appear out of nowhere. The stealth in this game, which there is a pretty heavy stealth component if you want to use it, to me seems useless. So I'm kind of like roll the grenade in and come in with fucking guns blazing. So you know. But, I mean, the stealth is good. Like, you can grab them from behind, you can drag them around, use them as a shield, break their neck, knock them unconscious but don't kill them, drag them away and put them in, like, a locker. It's got all that Metal Gear But you don't even shit. waste time with that. You just... I mean, <laughs> honest to God, it's like... I haven't even... Like, I tried, but, like, it never seems to work. There's always, like, a camera that sees me or or, or a person that I didn't notice, you know? It's so it's it's a little difficult to, to do it, but... So I'm I'm basically, like, putting my points into... Like I'm just gonna fuck you up with a with like my machine gun, basically, or my shotgun. So, do you guys have any like more questions at this point? Because I feel like I'm just kind of like f- flying off the handle with the. No, no, we're learning all about Night City. Um, I did I, run in. Go ahead. How does it feel to play? I assume you know Doom is like on one end of the spectrum of like being kind of floaty and like jumping all over the place and flying around whereas i'm guess like last of us is way more like methodical and obviously that's not first person but it's slower paced taking out enemies one at a time where on that spectrum of like actual like combat does it lie it's much more on like the uh it's it's more in line with like doom or or like call of duty you know one of gotcha. these you're constantly moving you're moving around a lot, you know. Um, enemies take cover; they come in groups. You know, it's it, it to me it plays like any other first-person shooter. Okay. More or less. I mean, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of times when you're not doing like first-person shooter type activities, like when you're driving your car or, you know, cruising through the through the city or going into shops to like buy things. It truly does feel like Grand Theft Auto in first person. Like I like that's what they were going for. It's it's Grand Theft Auto with cybernetics, but way less polished. Um, I'm not really sure how else to put it. I mean, the driving in the game sucks. Like it's real hard to just to steer the car, and I'm like driving into everything. Like I'm like. I assume driving it takes you almost to a third person view. There's there's a view inside the car, and there's a view outside the car. And inside the car, it's like forget fucking forget it. Like it's impossible. <laughs> I don't know how anybody. But you would like toggle between those depending on what you need. I, I really don't know how anybody could play like th- this game in, in in like first person in the car. Like I can barely drive the car when I have like a full view of everything around me. <laughs> in first person, I would just be like slamming into everything. And but like unlike in Grand Theft Auto, the cops don't really seem to give a fuck that you exist. Like you, you can get the cops after you. You can get a bounty on your head just like in Grand Theft Auto. But like. If I run someone over in the street, like, you know, they don't really seem to give a shit, <laughs> which is which is kind of good because like because that's happening like an awful lot. So, have you found Geralt or Siri yet? Are they in it? I I, I don't probably not, oh. <laughs> but it'd be nice if they were. Oh, Just like would, would a character that like was a nod to them or something like that. No, I mean, I found uh, I found Keanu Reeves. Oh well, there you go. I mean, are you interested in hearing the story of Cyberpunk at all? I mean, I'm not that I'm not so far into it that like I feel like I'm giving like huge spoilers, but you know, so I can give a rundown of 
yeah, the, like, of the story, like, you know, 25% of the way through it. Sure. I mean, I've, I like I said, I've done very little research going into this game. It's obviously the big thing that people are talking about now. And I know a little hesitant about first person shooters, a little hesitant with, you know, the development time that still might need a little more time in the oven. But, you know, what's the story like? Because that's I mean, if The Witcher 3 has taught us anything is that the main quests and the side quests of that game are leagues better than a lot of similar games. So how is the story writing in this game? So it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Like I'm enjoying the story pretty well. The, you start off as this, this guy named V like literally the letter V and, um, you are, you're, you're like this kid that just came back to town and you're trying to make a name for yourself, kind of like Grand Theft Auto. And, you know, you you get street cred and stuff along the way for doing all that. I'm not really sure what street cred does yet at this point, but it, you know, does something, I guess. The, um, the story is basically that in the process of trying to make a name for yourself, you get kind of wrapped up in some shit that's over your head. Uh, there's, there's some like technology that, uh, uses like, it's like in some implant technology that is being bought and sold by different like large corporations. And, <clears throat> One of these like groups that's involved is called the Arasaka Group, and the Arasaka Group is headed by like the Emperor of Japan and the Emperor of Japan's son. And uh, the Emperor of Japan is like very old, and the son is like this punk ass who, you know, super wealthy, but you know, like kind of just abandons his family to go out on night to, to go to Night City and like do his own thing. Well, you go through like a pretty extensive process of getting set up to do this heist to steal this this implant this implant tech or whatever. And the, you know, you lay out all the plans you, and you're doing the heist and it's, it's kind of like, you know, like in Grand Theft Auto 5, if you played it, how you, how you rob that jewelry store in the beginning and you're like, oh, you got to like get the blueprints, discuss the plans, get all the parties involved, you know, you assemble your team, do all this, and then you go and you do the heist. Well, um, in the process of doing the heist, I'll skip some key events. You, you have to actually put the implant, like the, the chip or whatever the fuck that you, that you steal inside of your own body in order to like get out of the situation that you're in. Cause of course the heist doesn't go smoothly. I mean, cause of course. Well, why would it? Right. And, um, what you don't know is that the implant is basically involved in this system. That's called like, the fuck is it called? It starts with an M. I can't remember. Like just call it Minotaur or something. I can't remember, but there's like this Minotaur network that is that has been used to essentially hack people's bodies through the web and steal every single bit of of like their essence, basically like their personality, um, all of their persona, their data, everything, and like take their literal essence and store it in like a big like database warehouse somewhere. Um, so like these, there's there are people that have been like hacked and basically just removed from the world. Um, and when you put this chip into your head, it contains one such persona that was from like way in the past and not, well, like, I don't know, like in like 30, 45 year, years ago or whatever. And that persona is Keanu Reeves. And where the story, takes, where the story, <laughs> so takes, when he's in the game, he's literally in your character. Yes. And okay. where the story takes you is that this relic or this implant is basically used to install a person that was like that like like stored in the minotaur network or whatever 
inside of another person. So you could like kidnap a person, stick the chip in them, and it would literally upload that person into the, into another human. And so what's happening is that, and this is as I understand it, because uh, it's all kind of like gobbledygook, is that um, basically Keanu Reeves is replacing you as a person. And, and you have only have like so much time or whatever. And so Keanu Reeves is like frequently pops up like out of nowhere, leaning up against a wall, says some smart ass shit to you. <laughs> you know, you kind of talk to your, yourself, I guess, because like he's there and he's there, but I don't know who the fuck you're talking to. People probably think you're a nut job. Like you're like Norman Bates or something, and um, and essentially like that's the story so far. And I think that right now in the game we're sort of pursuing all of the all of the individuals that were involved in making the heist go bad and trying to find people that can like save your ass, basically, more or less. So, Canary uh, Reeves looks good in the game. Looks just like Canary Reeves. Uh, he his his I think his acting is a little flat. Like he has a lot of he has a lot of dialogue. Like he's not just in the game a little bit. Like he is a major character in speaking. Like he's he's got hundreds and hundreds of lines. So you know they don't really seem all that well delivered. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's isn't Reeves. that kind of Keanu's like thing? Kind of like a very low key, sort of out of it. Kind of dude, bro, yeah, like, but bro, like, like, like uh, Bill and Ted's Adventure, bro. Like, man. Yeah, I guess yeah. that is a more typecasting, but I don't know. I, I could see it working. I don't know. Yeah, it, he's fine. He's he's more of like a Borderlands looking, like grungy, grungy dude. Like in this, he's not like a burnout type guy or whatever, you know. But um, it's it, it it's pretty good. Like if you can look past all the bugs and all the all the 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 unpolishedness of it, you know, it's. You know, I, I, if it was me giving it like a rating, I would probably put it somewhere like in the eight range, seven, eight, because I think they really did aim high. And when I'm out there like fucking gunning down people that are committing crimes in the city or when I'm like raiding a building and killing people with my machine gun, like I enjoy that. Like that's that's fine. Perfectly fine. Um, the driving sucks. You know, uh, some of the action during the, the shooting sucks because like the fucking game is bugged out the ass. Um, but it's playable, you know, and I think that if you're a person that likes first person shooters, if you like the cybernetic, like ghost in the shell type field, everything, if you, if you like seeing people walking around with like fucking robot arms and, and crap like that, you know, rock on like you're in, um, you know, you'll like that. It is first person. It's not third person. If you, if you can't handle third first person, just forget it. Like you're going to hate the game, uh, for sure. You know, um, but, uh, overall, like if a game, if a first-person shooter that's basically Grand Theft Auto crossed with Deus Ex sounds compelling to you, then I think that you should probably buy it. Uh, if that doesn't sound compelling, like if you don't like Grand, if you don't like open-world games where you're like driving to an icon on your map to do something, like forget it because that's what this game is, and that's pretty much the long and short of it. Do uh, the quests seem like super fetchy, or are you getting to a place, a location, and actually getting like a meaningful? gameplay thing out of it i haven't done a, a lot a lot of the quests yet but what i know from what i've seen and what i've been told is that the, is that <laughs> some of the side quests are actually like a little better than the main the quests. main stuff a lot i kind of a lot of the way that like personally i thought that the side quests in um ghost of tsushima were a little more interesting than the main one so you know they're a little more compelling i guess you know or whatever so, no i get you i mean at the end of the day it seems like 
you're excited to get back in there and keep on playing, which is kind of the best way of saying like, oh, is it a good game? Well, you're still interested in playing it. And who knows, maybe the bugs are part of its charm and you'll miss them when it gets fixed. <laughs> Ultimately, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to more or less mainline the, the, the story. And when I complete that, I will, if I still feel like playing it, I will do the side quests. And then when I finish that, I will do the bounties because the bount there. This game does have like, there are people in the game like NPCs that have bounties, and you can hunt them down and kill them and get their money and get collect their their bounty or whatever and buy cars. But there's like a trophy for buying all the cars in the game. You know, I, I don't know that I'll do the platinum trophy in this because it's I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's a game I want to spend a hundred hours with. You know, so. But it is very disappointing. Like, I really can see why people are pissed. Like, you waited fucking, like, what, eight years? <laughs> uh, the height, the most, like, people were hyped about this game four years ago. It was like, oh, my God, Cyberpunk, bro. Like, the only game I think I, I know of, right, like, right now that has more hype than this is, like, Star Citizen. Like, some people were like, oh, my God, Star Citizen. Like, uh, we're going to, like, be, like, in space. But Let's not forget uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah. But it's like for the game to come out and look this fucked up, like I can see why people are pissed. Uh, you know, the, is it, is the game really a 6.8? Like, like it is on Metacritic for users? No, it's not. You know, it's probably an eight because the game is, it's like you aim so fucking high, like in your goals when making it that even if it's not perfect, you still achieve something pretty impressive just simply because of what it is. But, uh, you know, people, people expect the Witcher three out of this company now. And it's, it ain't that. So it's not the Witcher. It's not the Witcher three at all. It's not even. It's not even remotely close to the Witcher three. So don't. Mitsugi get... Cyberpunk 20, 2077 tagline review. It ain't the Witcher three, Chief. Well, I don't even think it's as good as Deus Ex. Like Human Revolution or the I can't remember which one I played. It was a P one on PS three. But I don't even think it's as good as that. So, you know, take that for what you will. I'm still enjoying it. You know, it's primarily what I'll play probably the next month or so. But. It is a little disappointing. And the fact that it's so inconsistently running on diff- on all these different machines is just a huge issue. I understand that like they probably had no choice. It's like, oh, oh, we 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 sank 300 million bucks into this game to make it. And then, you know, they're like, "Oh, well, we have to put it on PS4 because, you know, that's like half the fucking player base cuz it's 115 million units or whatever." And yeah. but it just runs like shit. Like if they were to release it only on PC and on PS5, they'd never cover their money. So, you know, so th- I understand why they why they put I I am told it it runs horrendously on Xbox, <laughs> like like really like really bad. So but um and on the PS4 the regular one. Yeah, so you know it is what it is. It's kind of a sh- it's kind of a shame that it came out like in between generations during COVID because I imagine COVID probably impacted this game tremendously. They probably lost a lot of I man, think man, a lot of man the hours. biggest issue with the development cycle of this game is management. Management was a nightmare with this game. <laughs> they were very... There was a lot of communication errors with their staff but also with um, gamers as well. Like It was... The, um, the crunch for this game was just reported to be awful um Mm -hmm. people the employees were being forced to work over like 100 hours a week like it was like abnormally high like far worse than what you would see for normal um which i mean 
crunch for a video game should never be normal, but it's usually a sign of bad, poor management. But this one was awful. Like, there was, um, like, right before the, um, the first release date for the game that was set, which I think was, like, before Thanksgiving, um, the team, the development team, thought that they were done. So they were ready for to spend the holidays with their family. And um, then, and then, Cyber the uh, CDE Project Red announced to gamers on their social media that the game was delayed before they even spoke to their team. The team didn't even find out, so they saw it on social media. Which that's a big red flag that something was going on there because they were like, "What? We didn't know this." And then they got an email saying, "Yeah, you guys are gonna have to keep on working and cancel all your plans." And they sent emails to their families apologizing that they wouldn't be home. <laughs> and uh, CD Projekt Red also lied a lot to um, to just gamers in general. They said, oh, no, we're not going to do crunch. And then um, I think it was Jason Schreer, who reports a lot on development cycles. And I talked about his book, um, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, a while ago. But I think it was just Mason and I at the time. But um, he reports a lot on um, development cycles and... Uh, he did interviews with a lot of developers at CD Projekt Red on Cyberpunk, and um, and uh, I mean un they had they had to be um, anonymous because uh, a lot of them asked to be anonymous because they don't want to lose their job. They're like, uh, no, we we were not given a choice. We didn't choose to do crunch. We were uh, forced. <laughs> so it was just an absolute nightmare. And I knew that if the management communication was so bad that. Uh, social media knew about delays before their own team. I knew right. that that was going to be awful. So I didn't even <laughs> buy the game. I was like, that's a nightmare. I probably won't buy anything from them till they get their shit together. Because that was... All the news coming out of there was just a nightmare. I'm trying to see um, when the like when this game started being... Yeah, so the thing to me is that like now that I've looked it up, According to the internet, this game was in development for nine years. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, well, it was originally um, developed for the PS4, but because there were a lot of um, expectations, like unrealistic expectations, put on them. And this happened with um, another EA game. I think it was Dragon Age Two, maybe, mm -hmm. where um, they start developing. Oh no, no, it was Inquisition actually. They start developing for an older system, but then when technology comes out that is more advanced like the ps5 and updated graphic cards um the company said well no we need to uh actually change development for that but because there's a big shift in technology there they a lot of things have to be thrown out and reworked it was just if they had kept a ps4 it probably wouldn't have been a lot better but because they had to start ps4 throw things out and try to develop things so that it could be playable on ps4 and ps5 and pc and all of the new xboxes it was just a nightmare i remember yeah. it ha that happened with inquisition as well i believe that was um in the development book on um that jason schreer that i talked about where they started developing for ps3 and then uh it it took them so long. They had to like uh, completely change. No, it was an engine. They got a completely new engine and they had to try and update everything for the new engine. And even that came out like a buggy mess, but uh, somehow they pulled through. It was weird. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess in hindsight, they probably should have just stuck to PS4. Like, there's, I think that, I don't think it would have affected people people buying it, and maybe they wouldn't have had to have mm-hmm. so much complication. Like, you still had the PC gamers, you have all the Xbox One people, all the PS4 people, you know. It's still a ton but of that, people. But they also probably made that decision to go to PS5 long enough ago where they were probably anticipating that a lot of people would have PS5s and would want to play that on their new console and not foresee that, oh, uh, such a small percentage of people actually have PS5s and therefore that decision might not have been as immediate a need as they thought. I guess I guess my just like overall thought on the development is that like nine years is enough time to do almost anything. <laughs> so like whether or not you like were do redoing things for the new uh, system or or whatever. As Mandy said, it just sounds like a shit show of management. Like nothing takes nothing fucking takes nine mm-hmm. years. You can build a, a sky. You can you, <laughs> you can build like a you can uh, you can build anything in, in nine years. Like you know you can build a skyscraper in nine years. Like you know it doesn't. Uh, you know they should have been able to get it done. And the fact that they the fact that it still feels like it needs another six months of just like cleaning up bugs. Like to me is like well. I don't know what they were doing for nine years, but I don't know. But you know, it's not like a total loss. If you if you like a game that I've just like as I've described, it's probably uh, it's probably worth buying. You know, I'd maybe buy it anyway. Like if you if you if you if you really wanted to, and you're sold on the concept. But uh, you know, I think there's like equally good experiences to be had in lots of other places like if you haven't played the witcher 3 like go play that different type of game but like you know it's still like a very story driven you know you control the dialogue and everything's map icons type cd project red game or you know go go, or go get grand theft auto 4 or 5 you know like there's other things but yeah it's kind of a bummer you know should have seen it coming but it is what it is do you guys have any more questions? I, I said most of like most of my thoughts on it. Uh, but No, glad you're enjoying it, and I'm sure we'll hear more of it from you as the game gets updated and you get further into it. My only other thought, really, and it's kind of funny, is that like and I and I thought this about The Witcher as well, is that like CD Project Red doesn't seem very good at like making like NPC characters that like they're just so unappealing to like like to, like to like to look at like it's like every single person in night city is like just so grungy looking like like half the people look like they're like you know like they like they just spent the whole night like sweating on themselves in like a nightclub or or they've got like a face that looks like someone just beat it up like i don't know it's <laughs> they, i don't know there's not a whole lot of like like characters in it that you know don't look like they just rolled out of a gutter. I don't know why that is, but like I kind of felt the same way about the the Witcher. I get like all the townspeople and stuff. They always look like they were like rolling around in dirt, and and that's, <laughs> but that's where, the, that's where how, they came from. That's well, like I how guess it's supposed. To, I know. I guess, but it fuck, came like from the dirt. But not. Every, I'm not going to call out the people from Fallout for looking like they just came out of a bunker for a hundred years. Like I guess, it's but, fitting. I guess, but goddamn, like like I I'd like at least like one out of every twenty people to look like they you know. To be like a, a reasonably looking person that doesn't look like they just came out of like a nightclub or off like yeah, a... it's Jennifer. <laughs> well, yeah. Mitch is like, give me some class divide in my game. I want, <laughs> I, I want the elites and I want the sewer rats. And <laughs> give it to me like that. I think everybody in Night City is a sewer rat. So, um, anyway, that's that cyberpunk. Uh, sorry, I took all the time. No, no worries. But um, 
it's worth playing, maybe, you know, but maybe, maybe wait till it gets cleaned up a little bit, so, it, it, if it does, we'll, I don't know if they will or not, but, alright guys, well that's Hobby Addicts, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 240, we will see you next week, where we will, where, where I will not talk so much, and uh, until then, thanks for contributing, and we'll see you then, bye. See you, Bye, yes, you were rats. <laughs>